Greg Abbott says he's staying in Texas. It's March 1st, 2024, and these are your headlines. Governor Greg Abbott is batting down speculation that he might join President Donald Trump as his running mate, saying he plans on running for a fourth term right here in Texas. In an interview with Sean Hannity on Fox News last night, Trump said Abbott was on his short list of candidates for vice president. He said he's a spectacular man. I was honored when I got his endorsement. He said this, by the way, with Abbott sitting right beside him during the interview. Maybe an awkward position for the governor, I think. He said he's done a great job. Certainly, he would be somebody that I would very much consider, so he's on the list. While Abbott did not comment during the interview, he was asked about the former president's remarks this morning during a press conference at the governor's mansion. He said, obviously, it's very nice to say, but I think you all know that my focus is entirely on the state of Texas, adding that he would be seeking re-election to a fourth term in 2026. He said, my commitment is to Texas, and I'm staying in Texas. Though it is not uncommon, of course, in politics to downplay future possibilities, should Abbott run and win another four years in office, he would become the state's longest-serving governor, surpassing his predecessor Rick Perry's 14 years. Attorney General Ken Paxton has sued now two more school districts, both Denison and Castleberry ISDs, for using official resources for illegal electioneering purposes. The lawsuit against Denison ISD points to a February 2024 post on their website that appears to celebrate lawmakers who voted against school choice and encourages citizens to get out and vote for them. The post also links to Denison ISD's teacher pay resolution, which states in part that the Board of Trustees of the Denison Independent School District will continue to publicly oppose voucher programs by any name, including taxpayer education savings accounts, that threaten to reduce public school funding and necessary support of our local schools. Now, at Texas Scorecard, we previously covered Dennis and ISD's public praise of their state representative, Reggie Smith, for continuing to oppose school choice. The lawsuit against Castleberry ISD, meanwhile, references an email from February 18th sent by the president of the Castleberry School Retirees Association, Linda Galvin to the superintendent of the schools of the Castleberry ISD, Renee Smith Faulkner. The email says in part that this Tuesday, early voting in the primary elections begin, that we have 13 days left to save education in Texas. Early voting is over on March 1st, election day is March 5th. On February 19th, Renee Smith Faulkner attached and forwarded the Galvin email to a Castleberry ISD email list to encourage individuals to vote in order to have a voice in future public education. That's according to the lawsuit from the AG. Both school districts were accused of violating the education code, which prohibits school boards of trustees from using official resources of the district to electioneer for any candidate or political party. This follows Paxton's lawsuit earlier this week against Frisco ISD for similar electioneering tactics and Denton ISD last week. So if you're a school district in Texas and you want to electioneer with taxpayer resources, well, you've been put on notice. Each weekday, join the Texas Minute for a first look at the top news of the Lone Star State. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan, the host of the Texas Minute. The Texas Minute exists to make sure real Texans have the news they need to affect Texas. You can find the Texas Minute at texasscorecard.com or everywhere you listen to podcasts.
Lastly, as the issue of gender confusion in children continues to rise, the North Austin Aquatics League has updated their own handbook to allow children to choose which sex they want to compete with. Earlier this week, the group changed its rules from mandating that swimmers compete with the same sex to allowing biological boys to compete with girls if they identify with the female sex. It says swimmers shall compete in one of two competition categories, male or female. With regard to gender diverse athletes and in keeping with the statement of purpose of the NAAL, the group will follow the USA swimming policy for gender diverse minor athletes that is in effect as of February 1st of the current year. That's according to the updated handbook. Now the NAAL changed the terms in accordance with the USA swimming policy for gender diverse minor athletes. The policy states a minor transgender athlete member of a swim club should be allowed to participate in accordance with his, her, their, etc. <laughs> gender identity, irrespective of the sex listed on the athlete's birth certificate or other records and regardless of whether the athlete has undergone any medical procedure. This means an athlete who is biologically female but identifies as a boy should be allowed to participate in men's events and an athlete who is biologically male but identifies as a girl or woman should be allowed to participate in women's events. The USA Swimming Policy also recommends that a gender-confused athlete should be allowed to use the locker rooms, changing facilities, restrooms that are consistent with their gender identity, whichever one they want, as well as being able to share a hotel room with the gender they identify with. For more of today's stories, go to texasscorecard.com.